Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Pitch Talk. We are fans of football dropping vlogs, blogs, videos and podcasts on the beautiful game. Check out our videos on YouTube and Instagram's IGTV, including special feature segments, vlogs such as 5 Minutes with a G, The Straight Shooting View, Coaching with JBK, Audio on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podomatic, Spotify, Mixcloud and other podcast platforms. Join the Pitch Talk revolution on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook and our official website www.pitch-talk.com The pitch is where we eat The pitch is where we sleep And the pitch is where we talk Welcome to The Straight Shooting View Hey everybody, what is up? My name is Straight Shooting LJA and welcome to another episode of The Straight Shooting View Now one thing that that really does tick me off, and those of you that know me personally will know, I'm not just jumping on this bandwagon <clears throat> because I'm going to be talking about, well, two players who play for the side I support, which is Liverpool Football Club, as well as others. But it's the parasitic media and the way they try and make mountains out of molehills. Now, where I'm going to start with this is Roy Keane's criticism of Deli Alley. Now, Deli Alley moved to Everton and... When he was unveiled, Roy Keane, I think, said something to the effect of, it's like, dude, you're moving, to, you're moving to a big Premier League club. You could have gotten dressed for the occasion. <clears throat> you could have worn something a bit better. To the effect of that. Now, I've been critical of Roy Keane before, and I will be again right now, because I've always said that that guy needs to go and get himself laid. Because he comes across almost as bitter as Neil Warnock. And for those who know me personally, and those who used to listen to the Pitch Talk live shows, you will know I'm not really that much of a fan of Neil Warnock because of how bitter he still seems to be about Sheffield United getting relegated in 2007. And he still blames Liverpool for it. And it's like, dude, the team was crap over 38 games, leave it alone. Roy Keane, as I've said before, you've had a glittering career at Manchester United and you're getting paid well to be a pundit. Smile. How about trying to smile? Micah Richards has tried his level best to make Roy Keane come out of his dull, dour, sour shell. And it's one of them where he still just seems to lack that place. But one thing that kind of annoyed me about Roy Keane with the Deli Alley thing, it's like, dude, what business is it of yours what the guy is wearing when he gets unveiled to go to Everton? It's like, really and truly, who the f- cares? That's my first point with that. Because at the end of the day, if you're, if you're caring that much about what someone else is wearing to his unveiling to a new club, dude, you need to go get a life. And as I've said to, before about Roy Keane, go get laid. Go get laid. It'll ease your demeanor. Because <laughs> it's like, you boss or not, you won't be like focusing on little pedantic things like that. Because you've got your own business to attend to. But the one of the other things that's annoyed me recently is just the thing about Sadio Mane and Mo Salah. Now... The AFCON final, and even before that, the AFCON final, everybody was hoping for, was Senegal against Egypt. 
and lo and behold, it happened, and we know that Senegal won it and won their first ever AFCON title. Absolutely, as I said on Twitter, I was absolutely made up for Mane, but I was saddened for Salah as well, because he's such a good player. He really does deserve to have some accolade at international level as well as club level. Just like Cristiano Ronaldo when he finally won the Euros. It's like, you know what, a player that good, and Messi this past, this past summer as well. It's like Messi winning the Copa America. It's like, finally, this dude has got something at international level. So, it's one of them ones where I look at it as, a lot of people have said for a while that Salah's greedy and there's a rift between him and Mane and he won't pass to him, da, 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 which I've never, I've been like, no, don't see it. I don't see it. I love the fact that Salah, for the last few seasons, seasons has been in double figures, keeping up with Trent Alexander-Arnold and Kevin De Bruyne in terms of assists, but somehow there's a perception that he's greedy. And it's like, dude, Alan Shearer was greedy because he was an out-and-out -out striker. Robbie Fowler had his moments when he was greedy because he was an out-and-out -out striker. Mo Salah is a winger that has been tearing up the Premier League for the past four or five seasons now. And as I said, he's in double seasons every season for assists. So if he was greedy, he'd barely be breaking four or five assists. And even those would be grudgingly. So him being greedy, I don't, I don't go with that theory at all. But yeah, as I said, a lot of people have said that there's a rift between Mane and Mo Salah. And I'm like, if there was a rift between the two, because even the Liverpool Echo jumped on it as well um, at the AFCON final, and a number of ed other entities, because you look at... Them two will know each other like the back of their hands. So, obviously, there was a penalty earlier in the game, early in the game, and then Mo Salah gave some pearls of wisdom to Sadio Mane. <coughs> sorry, against Sadio Mane to Egypt's goalkeeper. And Egypt's goalkeeper saved the penalty. And it was a, it was actually a good save. Because Mane blasted it down the middle. And it's like, well, keeper saved it. And a lot of people straight away went online. Oh, there's a rift. Oh, and even after the match. Oh, there's a rift. Oh, there's got to be a rift. Oh, what's it? Oh, what's it? Salah basically got Mane's penalty saved. Oh, there's got to be a rift. And it's like, no. My, number one, most footballers are friends off the pitch. And the only rivalries that happen are really really only come to the fore when they're on the pitch against each other and also most of that is the fans with the rivalries so yeah put that in the pipe and smoke it but also as well i've had moments where <clears throat> i've come up against people i consider mates friends on the football pitch ibis eagles fives v sixes there's youtube footage of the final um, between the fives v sixes in the lffa cup and it's one of them ones where you think that those players I played alongside in the fives, you think as a goalkeeper for the sixes, I wasn't passing on information to the sixes that I knew about those guys. There were a few of us who played in the fives previously that knew things about our opposition that the others wouldn't know because they didn't play alongside them because we'd played alongside them for a number of years. Like one guy in particular where it's like, if you clamp him first tackle, he's not going to bother you that much because he's, he will be somewhat fearful of getting hurt. Understandably so. So 
it's one of them was you're obviously going to pass on that information to your fullback and say in that first tackle let him know you're there so that that is part and parcel and it's not as if one of them ones where, where it's like Mo Salah has told the goalkeeper to go out and hurt Sadio Mane he's, he's probably just said to him yeah most of the time he goes to that way with penalties you might want to dive that way because he has a propensity to go that way that's probably all it was and in the competitiveness remember these guys are competitors and this is the AFCON final this is not just some kickabout on a Sunday morning this is not a kickabout midweek five-a-side power leagues this is the AFCON final so it's one of them where it's like it's the height of competitiveness so what the hell do you expect Salah not to tell his teammates that oh yeah their major threat one of their major threats I know him like the back of my hand and I know his strengths and weaknesses you think he's going to keep that to himself you'd be an idiot if you didn't exploit that because if it was the other way around you know they both would and also if there was a rift as well Mane wouldn't have gone up and consoled um, Egypt's Mo Salah after the match after the penalty shootout so yeah there's your theory out the window but the third thing I want to talk about is Kurt Zuma. Now, a lot of people, I, I would like to open with this. A lot of people in this life take things out of context. And anything looks bad taken out of context. I like to open with that. But the whole thing with him kicking his cat, slapping his cat and all this kind of stuff... Okay, I do not condone any sort of animal abuse. Let me say that first. <clears throat> so the RSPCA coming out and saying what they're saying, fine. They kind of have to. West Ham, originally in their statement about, you know what, we don't condone any sort of animal abuse. We're going to take care of this internally. Cool. They had to say that because no club can afford bad PR. Just look at the European Super League debacle. <laughs> I did two vlogs on that Two podcast episodes of that So, yeah But some people I can understand We're a nation of animal lovers here in England And I'm not I'm not pers an animal person per se But I can understand That some people love animals Like they love their children But for people to be saying Oh, Kurt Zuma should be sacked And him losing his sponsorships over it And the £250,000 fine Okay Cool. I said West Ham kind of had to do that for the optics. But people saying Kurt Zuma should be sacked for kicking and slapping a cat. Let's take this into context. Apparently it was his brother who uploaded the footage. So yeah, you might want to look at that because it's like, hold on, why would his brother upload the footage? That's something that happened behind closed doors. And there's a lot worse that happens with other people behind closed doors. And at the end of the day, if you're going to give a £250,000 fine and the FA and the Premier League are getting involved it's like okay cool what about when someone gets racially abused look how quickly everybody jumped on Kurt Zuma and reacted to him kicking and slapping his own cat kicking and slapping his pussy around I will say that he took the Yin Yang Twins whisper song a little too seriously did Kurt Zuma but um, yeah leaving that aside that's the funny side of it but is on them was look at that 250,000 pound fine for it and losing his sponsorships. Clubs get less than that for racism. CSKA Moscow against Manchester City back in 2013. Go and look at 
the go and look at the fine that CSKA Moscow got for racially abusing Yaya Toure. Go and look at that, please. I'm begging you. And then tell me that the Kurzuma fine is commensurate to that perceived crime. And West Ham people expecting West Ham to drop Kurzuma straight after that. You are having a laugh, right? Because you gotta realize two a 250k fine for Kurzuma for West Ham to sting him with that. That's all West Ham really have to do. Because if they drop him and he's one of their best players, and especially in a position as crucial as centre-back, trust me, I know how crucial the centre-back position is. It's my position at amateur league level. It's crucial. If they drop him and they lose those three points, and those three points end up being the difference between the Europa League um, group stage and the Champions League group stage, you know how many millions um, what's it, West Ham are going to lose out on? Yeah. So if you think West Ham were going to drop him, you're in clown cuckoo land and you know nothing about the economics of football. Forgetting also as well, taking out, even taking out of the equation, how many hundreds of thousands each position in the Premier League is worth. The higher up you place, the more money you earn. And if you break into that top four, again, with the Champions League, you're onto a nice little earner of millions that could bankroll transfers for years. So yeah, wanting Kurzuma sacked? No. You're small-minded and you're not looking at the true economics of football. And football, as I've said before, is an extremely unscrupulous sport. And the fact is, we've seen clubs, we've seen players be accused of wife-beating and not get sacked by their clubs. Mason Greenwood, and I know this is a harsh comparison, but Mason Greenwood has been suspended by Manchester United even though he's been charged with rape allegations and physical abuse towards his girlfriend. He's only been suspended, not sacked. So I think kicking a cat when you look in comparison, no. Kurzuma does not deserve to be sacked for that. So why didn't you next it? But you know what? With some of these things, with Deli Ali, with Mane and Salah, with Kurzuma, some of this, there is actually a racial aspect to this. Because look at Wayne Rooney. Whilst all this Zuma stuff is going on, Wayne Rooney is basically getting a pass because the FA are like, oh yeah, we want to talk to you about um, admissions in your documentary about you wanting to go and injure John Terry. Like literally injure him, getting longer studs um, put on at halftime to go and really hurt John Terry. And I'm not a fan of John Terry's, by the way, on a personal level. <clears throat> But it's one of them ones where it's like, you don't go out to injure your fellow professionals. Look at the Furore years ago when Roy Keane admitted that he deliberately went out and hurt Alfingi Haaland. So, yeah, that's why in my view, Erling Haaland should never move to Manchester United. Because one of their legends literally broke his dad's leg on purpose. But that's a different issue. But I said, Wayne Rooney's going to get away with that with nothing, let alone a slap on the wrist. They'll be like, can you clarify these comments, please? As opposed to Zuma, where it's like, you shouldn't be doing this. Da, 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 da. And I don't see anybody calling for Rooney's head either. Especially with him like being a, being a manager in the game as well. Screwed. It really is. People like to jump on their high horses, but take the low road to get there. And that's what ticks me off about this whole cat thing as well. 
But you know what? I want to know your views. What do you think about the Kurt Zuma cat kicking and slapping thing? Taken out of context? Does anything look bad? Has it been taken out of context? What about Zuma's brother? Was he at fault to upload that stuff? Sadio Mane and Mo Salah. Is, do you think there really is a rift between the two? Do you really think it, or is it mountains out on molehills? But also, Roy King criticising Deli Ali for what he was wearing at his unveiling. Should Roy King shut his face and leave it alone? Mind his own business, go get laid. I want to know your views. Remember, www.pitchstashtalk.com is the official website. Find everything Pitch Talk there, links to our videos, and the RSS feed to our podcast as well. We are on youtube.com forward slash pitch talk. <coughs> Find our videos there, including Coach JBK and his video diary at the FA Vitality Women's FA Cup final from 2021. Also, vlogs such as Coaching with JBK. Yours truly with the straight shooting view, five minutes with the G, and much, much more, including our special feature segments as well. Also, also, we are we are on Twitter at Pitch Talk on Twitter. Two of us follow us, see what we are up to. Facebook.com forward slash pitch talk, become a fan, become a friend, become a member of the group. Join the football and revolution we're working so hard to create. We're on Instagram as well at Pitch Talk on Instagram and Reddit. Join the conversations. Let us know what you think too. We put vlog previews up and much more on Instagram. Also, 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 we are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, <coughs> Spotify, Verbal as well, VURBL.com. We are on there. Search for the Pitch Talk Podcast on Verbal as well. We are a Verbal ambassador and proud of it at get verbal on twitter tweet them tell them tell them we sent you as well you know what? i've been straight shooting lj and until next time see you later join the pitch talk revolution check out the official pitch talk website www.pitch-talk.com